Hey y'all, welcome back to the Eagle Exchange. I'm Roman Holder, and we're here with another episode of Woolworth's number one student podcast. And I'm here with Gabby Bates and Kennedy Rogers, and today we'll be discussing the Meghan Markle and Harry interview. Kennedy, you want to give us some background information? Uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have been married since 2018. They are the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. And they have left the royal family. Ultimately, they have left the royal family. They have distanced themselves from the royal family because of backlash, specifically media backlash and familial backlash that Meghan has faced. Um, she, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry went on a uh, interview with Oprah Winfrey and they were, a, they were speaking about what it was like to be in the royal family, specifically what it was like for Meghan. And she faced a lot of backlash, specifically from British tabloids and um, how she faced even racism. So it's just, it's a lot of new stuff coming out that we're learning about. And like, we're learning it from her point of view and getting a really inside, a more inside, insider look into her life in the royal family. Thank you. So um, I'm going to turn to Gabby. And so really, give me something that stood out for you from the interview. Um, so one thing that mainly stood out from, for me in the interview was mainly Megan's story and her point of view, view and her perspective of everything, um, mainly because she pointed out many times how she felt isolated and how she felt alone and how despite her being in such this big position, surrounded by so many people and loved by so many people she felt so alone um that and her struggles with mental health that really hit home and like my family and i we watched it together and we were all just so silent and we were all like wow like you know you never know what people are going through they'll put on a smile they'll put on a very gorgeous shiny dress and you'll think everything's perfectly fine when sometimes things aren't and so really just Megan's story, that first like 30, 45 minutes of the interview where we were focusing on Megan was really the most important part that I saw from the interview because it was nice having Prince Harry there because he had more of a direct approach to who was causing some of this pain that they were going through. Well, Megan was kind of distant about saying names, I guess, or like, you know, hinting to who these people may be. And so struggles with her mental health and the conversation that apparently had happened with Prince Harry about, uh, at the time, as she mentioned, whatever the skin tone their child would have been, because at the time, no one knew Archie would have been Archie. Um, we didn't know it was a boy. And so just the whole conversation about race that honestly plays a big factor in everything because so many people will look past those things and be like oh well no you're just reaching you're looking too far into it and it's like no this is the reality and sometimes even the royal family they don't realize that some of these comments can be so detrimental and so rude and so i feel like those were the points that really stood out to me was her mental health 
some of her experiences and the conversations about race and about Archie. Kennedy? For me, I know that Roman and I spoke about Mexit last year and um, me the exit of Meghan Markle Mexit, that's what we called it. And um, I think for me that stood out, the thing that stood out for me the most is definitely this talk about her mental health because you don't realize how, like, you never understand how detrimental it was for her and her mind space for her to be back in that mind space and another thing that was that was like very poignant for me was the fact that it's like princess diana happening all over again and it's like harry is going through i'm i'm not sure if harry wasn't old enough to ne maybe necessarily remember the stuff that he went through with his mother princess diana but um it's almost like history is repeating itself. And it's so like scary to see that it's like, um, to see these comments that are made about her um, specifically like the British tabloids, the British, the British tabloids are awful towards Megan. I think we can all look at that and see it from specifically from when she was pregnant and they were talking about, oh, she can't keep her hands off her baby bump or the thing about the avocados and how she was, how her avocado treatments or whatever, her avocado love, her love for avocados was linked with uh, human rights violations and everything. It's so odd to me that we have these double stand, that they have these double stand. I think, I think as a people, people have these double standards and we're really getting a reflection we're really getting a look into how they affect people how they affect different people and like how it has affect how it's affected Meghan Markle and everything so I think that stood out to me mainly is her mental health and how she tried she tried her best to you know put on a brave face and like work hard and like try and win the hearts of the British people and she was unable to do so. She is still and even in the United States, she's still met with controversy. She's still met with, oh, you're your princess, this at the third, what what can you possibly complain about? Oh my gosh, racism, like that there's no way that's real for you. You're a princess. Racism is still very real regardless of where you are in the social hierarchy, wherever you are. She's a princess, but she's still facing this backlash like this talk about her child's skin tone is ridiculous to me because it's like hello like are you are you crazy are you out of your mind I don't know but I think that just her mental health and how we really get a look into how just media and how just people can be cruel I think that's my, my take, main takeaway And as she mentioned mental health, we want to remind people that the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is always open. So if you need to feel the need to speak with anybody, help is always available. The number is A002738255. Again, the number is A002738255. So if you ever need to speak to somebody, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is always there, available 24 hours a day and in English and Spanish. Please go talk to somebody who needs the help. And I think that's one thing, very good points they both brought up, you know, the racism and the treatment, and then just really shocking on how 
they viewed, you know, Megan and relationships between Harry and the birth of Archie. I think it was very interesting and it was kind of upsetting, you know, we think, you know, we thought, you know, this was supposed to be a historic moment for representation for young African-Americans to see that, yes, you can be royalty, you can be all these great things, but then you see just the different things thrown at them left and right, up and down to bring them down and diminish the excellence that these people are. And it really is hurtful. And the mental health side of it really then taking another turn where it's like, you're really diminishing somebody and this diminishing of that person can really be detrimental to their stability as a person. It's something we have to constantly think about. And so the next thing I want to ask y'all about is really the interview as a whole. How was it for you? Like, really, what was that for you, Gabby? The interview for me, one, started off um, as me as entertainment, because I was like, oh my gosh, what is she going to talk about? What are they going to talk about? Oh, you know, everyone is hyped for it. Everyone's like, ooh, the tea's going to be spilled today. Oh my gosh. And everyone was very excited. Everyone was like, oh, what's the little, all right. <laughs> Let's sit down, get your popcorn. And because a lot of us didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know if names were going to be dropped. We didn't know what was going to happen. A diss track, you know, everyone, it, things were kind of all up in the air and Things were so excited and hyped up. And then as I was watching it, you know, realizing the seriousness of everything definitely hit because I was like, oh, yeah. Um, I did recognize this. I did recognize these double standards. Because even back in 2019, I remember not reading articles, but I remember, you know, people's screenshots of those articles that were made by British tabloids and seeing the comparisons and double standards that they had. And so watching the interview, I was like, oh yeah. Because as a person on the other side of the world, you don't realize how impactful that is to someone else. So you kind of fresh things to your side, you're like, oh yeah, wow, I can't believe that's happening. I hope Megan's doing great. And so watching the interview and like getting that, her perspective, her voice really was like, this is something serious. This is something that needs to be talked about. This isn't something that should just be brushed around. And yes, it's entertainment, but this is also something we kind of need to know because this is the, the British royal family. And so they have such a major impact on all of their commonwealths across the world. They have such an impact on the world that everything that they do will be televised. And so I guess realizing that it's not all glitz and glamour uh, definitely helps put perspective into it. And so I feel like most of us knew that it wasn't all glitz and glam and it wasn't this perfect image because um, we all know what happened with Princess Diana. And so just understanding some of those things that have happened and understanding how little protection was provided for either one of them and like just understanding the seriousness of what was actually happening really helped me put perspective in what was going on and I could kind of see I was like I see what you mean now Megan I see what other people have been saying it's just that for so long we couldn't hear from you we were waiting for your voice and so I appreciated being able to hear from her Kennedy so um I think 
my major takeaway or how it affected me is I was just saying like Gabby like oh this is about to be some drama like uh oh they with Oprah they're gonna be televised it's about to be a mess a mess a mess but when you sit down and you really think about it it's crazy it's like they dislike her because let's let's boil it down to very simple terms they dislike her because she is black because she is not white and should they paint her as a villain because she is outside the norm she is ripping the family apart she is whatever this that the third and that to me is crazy and but it's crazy but it's not surprising if we can't we don't need to get into all of that but if we look at the track record of the royal family and everything the, just in general not the best with racism and when it comes to race and you know everything so for me, it was more of like recognizing that, dang, this stuff happens for real. Like, these are like, this is not like a TV show. This is not, this is real life, real people with real serious issues. This is a woman, a wife, a mother, first off. Let's talk about, this is someone's daughter. Like, she is a human and the British media has tore her apart. And that's mainly my main takeaway is that it's not just a big fairy tale with beautiful dresses it's ugly it's nasty and it has deep dark twisted sides to it and i feel bad for megan and i hope that somehow some way she's able to find peace and hopefully that the british british media leaves her and her family and the tab and the, the baby alone the baby's alone just let them be like that's my main thing just let the family be like let them be happy <laughs> like let archie and the baby girl and harry and megan just live because they are they i don't know i don't think they've done any wrong they don't deserve this personally for me i don't know if there's some hidden underneath stuff but I don't know. That's the main thing for me is that uh, we've circled back to realizing that it's not a fairy tale, that it's not a TV show, that it's real life, real people with real emotions and real feelings. So here as a society, where do we go from here with this information that we have gained from this point of view? How should we move about? How should we cause change and grow ourselves what do we do gabby um one thing that i think is very important is that we need to have more conversations about race because on social media one thing i always hear or seeing comments a lot is oh yeah america is so racist and everything but you got but we're lucky over here in the in europe and there's no racism here and it's like okay that's the problem because you guys need to stop acting like you guys don't have your own race issues because it's not just, oh, just racism, period. No, it's differentiating between indirect and direct racism. And so in America, you'll experience both. And outside of America, you'll kind of get a lot more indirect racism. And that's the problem. A lot of people don't want to recognize those things because everyone's just like, oh, America is the the place for racism it doesn't exist anywhere else and so i feel like that's one of the main problems and just like like having conversations about race because when people don't realize 
what is actually going on, they'll continue living their life the way they lived. And I'm not saying you have to talk to some one of your black friends and ask them about their experience, but just finding outlets, finding places where people of color are talking about their issues and struggles inside of your countries and in your cities and in your towns, because you'll never realize what people are going through, like we've said, until you actually start talking to different people. And so just talking about race and bringing up the problem with anti-Blackness anti is the main thing as well. And just talking about race and realizing how anti-Black everyone is across the world, in every town, your neighbor, your best friend, you would really never realize it because so many of us, it's just deeply rooted inside of us that we don't realize these things until we realize and we see what this actually is and how anti-black and how we're not really people are anti-black let's yeah black people are anti-black so we're not saying that everybody that everybody except black people are anti-black it's it's across the board where it's anti yeah. sorry you got before. it's rooted oh no you're fine it's rooted in our communities and other people's communities and we need to realize that because archie he's he's 75 percent white that boy, were they seriously that concerned that he was going to turn darker than Megan? Which is, no. And so just the colorism, the anti-blackness that goes on in so many communities because they don't have conversations about race because they just think, oh no, there's no racism. We're fine with race. Everything's great and dandy, but it's not. And so we need to talk about those things so we can work together to dismantle these systems of oppression that go against us and help other communities. So. I think that's my main takeaway, main thing I wanna see happening, more conversations about race and trying to be open and help explain to people that will not understand the first time you try telling them. Because sometimes you'll try telling someone, hey, this, this, and that. And they're like, what? No. And like arguing can be great and debating, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's all about just trying to listen to each other and not fighting with each other. Because when we continue to fight, nothing happens. We'll just keep fighting. In society, I think that we need to be more aware, you know, more aware that especially these social figures, that they're humans, that they're just like you and I, they just have, they have faults and everything. And I do not say that we need to treat these people, we need to baby them. We treat celebrities differently. We either hold them to such a high standard where they have to be perfect all the time, so they end up like never feeling like enough, to we hold them to such a low standard that they get away with anything. So I think that we need to have accountability for these social figures, but also have humanity for these social figures for people who are trying to learn. Because as we all know, Megan is an American. She did, I don't think any, if you had asked Meghan Markle, Rachel Meghan Markle about 10 years ago, she would be a princess, she'd be a duchess in the royal family dealing with these tabloids. You think she, she would believe you? Probably not. So I just think that we just need to get to a place where as a society, we have more sympathy for people. And I'm specifically talking about like, you know, how the, media has treated Megan, how people have treated Megan. 
I just think that we need to, as a society, get to a point where we are more understanding and we are more accepting of change, of difference, of learning, of growing, of education. I just think that we need to get to a place as a society where we're able to facilitate that, facilitate, facilitate an area for allowing growth and allowing change. All right, well, thank you for joining us today here on another episode of Eagle Exchange. As always, remember to follow us on Instagram at WA Eagle Exchange and at Twitter at WA Eagle Exchange. Listen to other podcast episodes on SoundCloud and follow our YouTube channel where it is the Eagle Exchange. And again, I'm Roman Holder here with Gabby Bates and Candy Rogers. And as always, the Lot High will equal.